0: Welcome to the Building Great Lives podcast, a podcast about real life, real issues, and finding real answers to life's most difficult questions. And now your host, Trent Gillum. Greetings, everyone. Trent here. Welcome to episode number 81 of the podcast. I'm glad you've joined the Building Great Lives journey. Before we get started, as always, I'd like to say a huge thank you to our monthly ministry partners and, of course, to you, the listener. Each of you make this ministry possible, and I'm excited to have you on the Building Great Lives team here at the Building Great Lives podcast. It's our desire to help people from around the world grow, heal, discover, and fulfill their unique purpose. Thank you so much for sharing these episodes. We're praying these messages of hope reach every possible person in every possible nation. In today's episode, we're going to talk about hope and healing for the brokenhearted. I understand that many of you are facing many difficult things. There are many things in this life that can leave us brokenhearted. Being brokenhearted doesn't mean that you are less strong than someone else. It's just the reality of the circumstances each and every one of us face. There are many things that can leave us brokenhearted. The death of a loved one certainly would break our heart. A loss of a relationship, a marriage that ended, trust that was broken, a loved one struggling with a sickness, disappointments and letdowns of life. Many mental, physical, or even spiritual traumas will leave our hearts broken. All of these things add up to a broken heart that needs to be touched by God. But I have good news for you, listener. God can heal your broken heart. I know when your heart is broken, Healing can feel impossible, and I acknowledge that, and truly, I understand that there are times that it can feel like healing will never come, that it's so far away, that the hurt is so great, the need is so great, but it feels like that surely healing and wholeness is a long way away, but I want you to know God can heal your broken heart. I don't want you to give up. I want you to know there truly is hope for your broken heart. Jesus gives us hope for our broken heart. In Luke chapter number 4, Jesus declares a powerful word of hope. He came to his hometown of Nazareth and went to the synagogue as was his custom on the Sabbath day. And there Jesus stood up to read from the book of Isaiah. And he read this in Luke chapter 4, verses 18 and 19. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. But did you catch what verse 18 said? Jesus declared he has come to heal the brokenhearted. Brokenhearted in this text means those that are deprived of strength, those that are shattered or crushed completely, torn down or torn apart to be broken or crushed into pieces. Jesus is declaring that he has come to heal the heart that is deeply afflicted. He has come to heal the heart that has been crushed and broken. The word heal in this text literally means to set free or to loosen from the detrimental effects of a shattered life. Jesus has come to heal your broken heart. And not just heal your heart, but loose you from the detrimental effects that would shatter your life. In the original Greek, this speaks of a release from the destructive effects of brokenness. That's powerful. In other words, even though you have experienced brokenness, Jesus is more than enough to release you from the adverse effects of the things that you are suffering with. A present or current situation that has left you broken is no match for Jesus, our great physician. Isaiah, speaking of Jesus, says it like this in Isaiah 61 and verse 1, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison. To them that are bound. Isaiah prophesied that Jesus would bind up the brokenhearted. Isaiah is using a medical term as a physician would care for and bind up or bandage a wound. Jesus, our great physician, will bandage up your broken heart. Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted, to give peace to those who are troubled. The psalmist David declared in Psalms chapter 34, verses 17 and 18, the righteous cry, and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such. As of a contrite spirit, God is looking for those that are of a broken heart and he's not looking to reject them. The whole need not a physician, but those that are broken need the help of the great physician and the heart is something that man can't put back together on its own. But there has never been a situation or circumstance so great that God could not heal it that God could not deliver it. We find tragic but incredible examples of this throughout the Word of God. Job's heart is broken probably more so than what any other person in the Bible could ever represent. The Bible says that Job, in a single day, buried seven sons and three daughters. Understandably, this tragic loss left Job and his wife completely heartbroken and mentally stressed beyond anything that we can comprehend. Job chapter 17 and verse 11, Job declared this, my days are past, my purposes are broken off, even the thoughts of my heart. Job said, my days are past. In other words, it's over for me. My purposes are broken off. There's nothing else left for me. Job is giving us an intimate look at his tragedy. He says, my days are past. In other words, he feels his life is over. He feels that it will never get better. He feels his purpose for existing has ended. Even the thoughts of his heart are broken. And the word thoughts here in this text is translated from the word that means possessions. Job is saying things that he possessed in his heart, the very things that made him who he is. Those things have been broken away. Losing seven sons and three daughters left Job understandably in a place that he felt his days were over. This despair must have been overwhelming. I can't even imagine the grief that Job must have felt. The Bible then said in Job chapter 42 and verse 10, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job. Interesting choice of words there. Also, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. The scripture calls it captivity, which means exactly what it sounds like. Job had been a prisoner of, of his grief. He could not escape it on his own, but God made a way of escape. Like a prisoner set free from a cell that he could not get out of, God made a way of escape. Job is giving us this incredible insight into the brokenness of a man that has lost everything and feels like his life is over and he is mourning and full of grief. The tragedy seems more than his spirit could bear, but the Lord turned his captivity. Listener, there is a brokenness that is so great that you will be held captive by it. You can't escape it on your own. Time alone will not heal it, but God can and God will. God turned this captivity of Job, and God wants to turn your captivity as well God wants to heal your broken heart to the point that you will no longer be held captive by it certainly you'll never forget the thing that caused you the pain but God will heal you to the point that the remembrance of it will not hold you captive God made a way of escape for Job and God will make a way of escape for you I want you to notice Job chapter 42 and verse 12 it says so the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning. It continues on in verse 16 and 17. After this lived Job 140 years and saw his sons and his sons' sons, even four generations. So Job died being old and full of days. Full means satisfied. The powerful thing about this is the fact that Job goes from saying, my days are past in Job chapter 17, but in Job chapter 42, he says, my days were old and full. This isn't to downplay Job's grief, but it's to highlight God's ability to heal the broken heart hearted. Job went from my days are past, my life is over, to my days were full. That's where God wants to take you, listener, from feeling like things are over, I'm never going to feel any better, I'm never going to get any better, to understanding that through God. He will heal your broken heart to the point that you can live a full life. Listener, it's time to live again. I know you've been broken, and I know you're going through despair, and I know you have regrets, and I know when you think back on the loss, it causes you great trauma. But God is here right now giving you a word of hope. I feel this very strong for you, listener. God is giving a word of hope that says your heart does not have to remain broken forever. There is a God that is powerful enough and understands your brokenness and desires to heal you. David also experienced a broken heart. The Bible says in Psalms chapter 69, in verse 19 through 20, though thou hast known my reproach and my shame and my dishonor, my adversaries are all before thee. Verse twenty. Reproach hath broken my heart, and I am full of heaviness. For there was none to comfort me. We don't know the exact circumstances surrounding Psalms chapter 69, It isn't clear at what point in David's life and what adversity he is facing. He faced many, but we can understand by the chapter that his national approval rating had slipped and people were rising up against him. David, in a moment of honest prayer, admits, All of this has broken my heart. But that's not how the chapter ends psalms chapter 69 concludes with a voice of joy and praise in an assurance that god would help and secure him and we can learn a lot from this chapter in the progression of brokenness to healing psalm 69 verse 29 says i am sorrowful Let thy salvation, O God, set me up on high. Verse 30, I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify him with thanksgiving. Verse 31, this also shall please the Lord better than an ox or a bullock. In other words, my worship during broken times pleases God more than receiving of gifts. Verse 32, the humble shall see this and be glad. And your heart shall live. Your heart shall live. I love those words. The Bible says in the English Standard Version, Your heart shall be revived. I love both of those. Your heart's going to live. It's going to be revived. The psalmist declared in Psalms fifty-one, seventeen: The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit a broken and a contrite heart, oh God, thou wilt not despise. How powerful is it to know that when things go wrong and your heart is broken, when you begin to lift God up, even in your sorrow, and begin to magnify his name and begin to sing praises to him and give him thanksgiving, that the Lord will move on your behalf and restore you and your heart shall live. Listener, your heart is going to live again. I know you feel broken and lost, but your heart can live again. The Lord will not despise nor reject your brokenness. Jesus truly understands your broken heart because he has had a broken heart as well. Jesus understands what it means to be brokenhearted. He was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. Jesus was familiar with pain. His experience gives us hope because we know he understands how we feel. He experienced a broken heart himself, and it was over his children rejecting him. The Bible says in the book of Luke, chapter number 19, verse 41 through 44, And when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it, saying, If thou hadst known, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now they are hid from thy eyes. For the days shall come upon thee that thine enemies shall cast a trench about thee, and compass thee round, and keep thee on every side, and shall lay thee even with the ground, and thy children with thee. And they shall not leave thee one stone upon another, because thou knewest not the time of thy visitation. Let me be clear, Jesus was not weeping over city buildings made by man. When the scripture says he wept over the city, it is referring to the inhabitants of the city. His creation, the people that should have been his people, but they rejected him. They missed their day of visitation. And while we do not like to see our master suffer, It also brings us comfort to know that he knows how we feel because he himself has suffered from a broken heart. What has broken your heart? The loss of a loved one, a relationship, a mental or physical trauma. Maybe it was disappointments or letdowns of life. Maybe it was plans that you had dreamed about for a long time, not coming to pass the way that you thought. Jesus wants you to know that he desires to heal your broken heart. Psalms 147 and verse 3 declares, he healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. Even though you've been broken by life, the anointing of the Holy Ghost has the power to heal, restore, and set you free from the captivity that is trying to hold you emotionally captive. John chapter 14 and verse 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you, not as the world giveth I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. God is wanting to reach down and touch you right now and heal your troubled and broken heart. To put the pieces back together that you like Job and you like David can live a full life, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. God wants to heal your broken heart. And as has become our tradition here at the Building Great Lives podcast, I want to pray for you, listener. I want to pray that God would encourage you and that God would heal your broken heart. Lord, I'm asking you to bind up every Broken heart. You are our great physician. Lord, you know exactly where each listener is at and the pain that they have suffered, the grief that they have felt, the mourning that they have been through. And God, I'm asking you right now to, as a skilled surgeon, bind up their wounds. I pray, God, that you would give them the peace and the assurance that you are going to make all things whole again. And we thank you for what you're doing right now. Listener, don't give up. God has a great plan for your life and he's gonna bless the end of things greater than the beginning thereof. Your broken heart can be healed by the master's touch. And as always, Thank you so much for listening. In the meantime, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend, maybe text them the link, or share it on your social. You can find me on social at Trent Gillum, that's G-I-L-L-I-A-M, on Instagram at Rev Gillum. You can also reach me at Building Great Lives Podcast at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, let's keep building. You've been listening to the Building Great Lives podcast, a member of the Real Life Church Network. Join us next time as we dig deeper into life's most challenging questions.